BS.show. That's what you're listening to. It is Brad and Shelley right here on 104.5 KSOQ, AM 1350 Crap, and 107.1 Westplex 107.1. It's all part of the Trimalcast. Shelley, you there? I am. Uh, interesting. Uh, last night, we'll talk about masks for a minute. Guess what happened in St. Louis County? Here we go again. What happened? The mask mandate is back in St. Louis County. The mask mandate is? Yeah, yeah. They voted in last night 4-3 to three in the St. Louis County Council, which is going to be interesting because, you know, once again, um, you don't, you're not in St. Louis County that much, are you? No, but I don't have a problem wearing a mask. Well, see, neither do I. But, you know, it's to the point where it's one of these things that's sort of like, okay, whatever. My, my girlfriend, she, um, she's a masker. She, right. she wears a mask everywhere when she's out, and she actually gets reaction. Well, it depends on where you're at. I mean, like I told you the story that I was in a schnooks in St. Louis County last week, and I think I was the only guy in there that didn't have a mask. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is sort of interesting, because once again, you go in St. Charles County, most of the places, you don't see hardly anybody in there has a mask on, right? Unless it's a medical facility. Right. I mean, and you go in St. Louis County, it's different. Now, one of the post offices I go into, I told you the story, one of the post offices I go into, if you walk in the door, the ladies working there are will yell at you, you don't have a mask, get out of the building. I mean, literally, they say that. I've heard it say a couple times. And yet, when I went into the Washmo post office, remember I told you that story, the guy came up to me and says, hey, uh, I wouldn't advise trying to rob this place. And I said, well, what are you talking about? He says, we've got a mask on. Aren't you like a, a criminal, a robber? Ha ha, funny, funny. I know where he's going at that. You know, and I said to him, I said, can I tell you a story? He goes, yeah. I go, I go into a bunch of post offices all over the St. Louis area, and one of the post offices I go into, you can't walk in the door without a mask on. Well, that's probably in the city, isn't it? I go, no, it's in the county. And he goes, well, we're Washington. Okay. <laughs> Great. Oh, I love and it. we are proud. <laughs> right. And we don't wear no stinking masks. We don't need no stinking masks in Washington. Nope. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, so anyway, they voted that in. Okay, now Cardinals. Here we go again. People think I'm, I'm kidding about stuff like this. The Cardinals have put the Fan Fest, cancel winter warm-up, and all caravans. All canceled. Now, part of oh that my. is... Part of that is the, the pandemic stuff. Part of that is the fact that, the, you know, they've locked out the team because the owners have locked out the teams because of negotiations, contract negotiations, and they're just not having anything. Like I said, they've shut down Bar- Ballpark Village. You can't go in there. You know, matter of fact, if you have, this is interesting. In St. Louis City now, they passed a temporary law because the Cardinals are being shut out by the owners. If you wear any kind of Cardinals garb, 10 days in jail. If you have a Cardinals hat on, Cardinals shirt, Cardinals underwear, they will actually pull down your pants to check to make sure you have don't have Cardinals underwear on. If you do, you go to jail. Uh huh. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? <laughs> yeah, I do. Which is surprising because usually I just sit there and suck up your BS. But <laughs> this one, I know that you're not lying. I mean, that you're lying. <laughs> well, they have shut down the Winter Fest, the Fan Fair, or whatever the heck they call it. Yes. Winter Warm Up, the Fan Fest, and and the Caravan. The Caravan is where one of the they go around to all the different cities that you know. And once again, the Cardinals Radio Network is still. Like, it's like the number second or third sports network in the country as far as listenership and number of stations that used to be on it. Hey, our AM thirteen fifty, which is not crap, used to be on the on the on the Cardinals baseball network, which was great. Yes, it did. We loved it. We did that for five years. Uh, that was when they were on uh, KSD fifty five or KTRS, whatever they called it. And then when they went back to KMOX, they they dropped us like a, <laughs> which was really sort like of, a hot potato. <laughs> which is funny because they dropped us because of the fact that we were too close 
to the St. Louis area with X. And yet when I tried to get a press pass for one of our reporters when we won all sports, that Chris Tuno guy, whatever, says the reason he wouldn't give us a press pass is we're too far away. Now think about that for a minute. They cancel us. It's the same radio station. They cancel us because we're too close to the St. Louis Metro, which we are in the St. Louis Metro. And yet, and when I try to get a press pass for one of our reporters, the guy tells us we're too far away and he's not going to give us a press pass because we won't show up because nobody's going to drive that far for the games. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> nobody's going to drive from Washmo. He clearly doesn't know <laughs> well, his well, um, target market. I think like I think the current statistic. Clients. I think the current statistic for Franklin County is that if you take all the people who are employed in, in other words, all the people who live in Franklin County who are employed, I think it's like. Forty percent of them work in St. Louis County or St. Charles County or Jefferson County. Yeah, so, they like, want to come. Let's <laughs> you know, see, it's like it? every day. Why do you think there's traffic jams on Eastbound 44 every morning? And why do you think there's traffic jams on Westbound 44 every afternoon? Because people are driving back and forth to St. Louis. Uh, you know, some of them, you know, uh, down to the city, the county, the whole bit. You know, that kind of a thing. Anyway, um, stuff to talk about this morning. You have anything on your mind? You got to get out early today, right? I do have to get out early. The only thing I want to talk about is my dogs. Oh my God! Why do we want to talk about your dogs? Because they're they're an important part of my life. And anyway, so we have this one dog. We have two dogs actually. One's 184 pounds. He's the big dog, and then we have one that's 134 pounds, and she's the the girl dog, the little dog. So she wants to bolt, and she gets out of the yard once or twice a week, sometimes a day. Really? Yes. She jumps the she fence. How she get out of the yard? And she will find a way to maneuver herself out of the backyard. How does she get out of the fence? Does she jump it? Well, we're getting the fence fixed, yeah. but no, she, she, um. Well, how how does she get out she, of the fence? She knows how to open things. Well, put a lock on it. I got a bunch did, of locks. Well, we're I'll getting give you them one. fixed, Brad. But here's my point. The point is, is that she's she's bolting. Yes. And she ends up in another neighborhood. Yes. Over as the crow flies, it's like you know, well, two she, feet, she's, ten she's, feet. She's, she's as you know. But when you sit there and go, you got to drive down towers. Anyway, so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, okay, what do you think we should do? So David says, <laughs> he goes, I think that you need to call the Humane Society. The, you know, the adoption center where you got her and ask her if she can stay two nights in Gen Pop and see if she's more appreciative when she comes home. <laughs> so in other words, it's like... Isn't that hilarious? It's like your dog's going to be scared straight. It's like you're sending him to jail for yes! two nights. Yes! <laughs> He's, we're going to put her in Gen Pop. Oh, <laughs> you know, can, can I give you a little bit of advice? And I'll tell you oh, interesting... because you're the dog No, no, dog no, no, whisperer. no, no, no. No, no, no. You know what you need to do? You need to buy one of these new uh, AirPod, AirPods. You know what I'm talking about? No. It's the thing that Apple sells that, like, they're the tracker kind of dealies. They're, but you don't, that's right, you don't have an iPhone. You can't use them. You have to have an iPhone. Well, uh, you know what? It's funny that you say that because I think Samsung's has something like that. But the, the I'm, not, I'm not trying to say it because I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an Apple fanboy, which I'm not. I love my iPhone, but I'm not an Apple fanboy. Because I, everything else You're we have around close. here, no, everything else, else we have around here is is PCs. But the idea being is, and I have to tell an interesting story about this. This guy who is like one of these YouTube guys I watch. This guy is bizarre. His name's Whistling Diesel, and what he does is he buys new cars and literally destroys them. Runs them in, runs you know, runs them in uh, with uh, with his skid steer loader. You know, picks them up. You know, rolls them down a hill, ca- catches them on fire, blows them up, stuff like that. Anyway. 
his his most popular episode was when somebody broke into his he's got this I don't know where he's at. He's in Indiana or Tennessee or someplace like that. And he's got like 180 acres. He's got a house and a bunch of stuff on it. And somebody broke into his house when he wasn't there and stole a bunch of his stuff. And it's interesting because they did it twice. And the second time, what he did was he went and bought a bunch of these Apple AirPods and programmed them all to his phone. And he stuck them in various things. And they also put up these security cameras. They're pretty, pretty cool. I've never seen these before. They're security cameras that have a built-in cellular system, so they are constantly streaming. They're not plugged into the Internet like, you know, like your security cameras at your house. They're streaming over, essentially, the cellular system. So he puts two of these cameras on each of his fence posts, at, and he's got a gate, and the guy would break into the gate. But what he did was he put a third one of these security cameras in a tree. So... All of a sudden, one day he's not at his place, and he looks at his cameras, and all of a sudden, two of the cameras are black. And he's going, what the hell happened? So he goes out to his place, and somebody has painted the cameras black. So in other words, they, they can't see anymore. But the interesting thing was the guy missed the third camera in the, in the tree. So he's got video of this guy driving up to his, his place with the gate, painting, you know, sneaking up to the cameras from behind the cameras, knew the cameras were there, reaching around from behind, painting them black so they couldn't work anymore. But he's got this on the third camera. And then he's got all sorts of other security cameras. He's got the guy driving into the house. The license plates on his vehicle are missing. But what he did was he put all these little AirPods into a bunch of his stuff. And a couple of the things that were stolen have the AirPods in them. So him and his buddies go tracking this down. And they find the guy. And, and, and this is not, this is, you know, some people go, oh, this is, this is bogus. No, this is for real. You can tell this is for real. They find the guy, and it's a fancy schmancy house. Looks like it's on like 10 acres or something like that. Fancy schmancy house. Got a gate. Nice cars. And one of the cars that he's got, you know, on video of, you know, the guy stealing stuff is parked in the driveway. So they pull up to the place. And there's a gate on the place, and they go like, okay, what are we going to do? So they call the sheriff's deputy, and the sheriff comes out. Two sheriff's deputies come out, and they, you know, he send, says, look, I had all this. You know, he showed him he had on his, on his, on his, he had a, his, his laptop. He said, look, look at this video. This is the guy who stole my stuff. That's the car right there. And the deputies are, you can hear it. And the deputies, well, we don't know. We're not sure. You know, they're saying, hey, we'll go talk to the guy. So they go up and talk to the guy, and he guys out, and you see him, and it's the guy in the video. It's him. Yeah. And, and his wife's there. I mean, with this guy's like, I mean, not a young guy, probably, you know, like maybe late 50s, early 60s, somewhere through there. And once again, real nice Excuse house. Me? I what said, did you just say? I, once again, he's not like a 25-year-old dude who's going around the neighborhood stealing that's, stuff. Okay? That's not what I asked. Okay, he's what did a, you just say? He's an, old, he's an elderly man. He's like got a walker. He's 55. He's got a walker. He's got a dude, cane. Dude, stop it. <laughs> So so anyway, okay, you just wait. Anyway, you wait, buddy. When I see you today, they confront him, and his wife's out, and this they're they're shooting video, but they're like maybe a hundred feet away, and you can't hear what's going on. So you can tell the guy starts to get really mad. So you know, so they can keep confronting him, and he's denying. You he, see, he's shaking his head. No, 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 no. I didn't do it. You know, and he's like, you know, walking around, stomping around the whole bit. So then another sheriff's deputy comes up. There's three of them there, and then a car full of detectives comes in. Three detectives come out. And they go, and they, they start quizzing the guy, and then all of a sudden, the guy opens up his garage. He's got this big out, outhouse barn kind of place, 
and they start going through it because the police, call, the sheriff's deputy, called in for a search warrant, and they got a search warrant issued, and they searched his place, and they found this guy's stuff, all his stuff. And, and I mean, like, I mean, stuff like, and the interesting thing is, like, highly identifiable, because what this guy does, this whistling diesel guy, he destroys stuff, but he always keeps a memento of it. And one of the, the pickup trucks he destroyed was an old fire department pickup truck. And they, they took the tailgate off of it, and it was a red tailgate that said fire on the back. You know, like, you know, back into a yes, fire truck. Yes, okay? How cool was that? <laughs> so that was in this guy's garage. So then the detectives call him in. They open up the gate, and this whistling diesel guy drives in with his buddies. And they have him confront this guy. And the guy starts crying. You know, oh, I don't know why I did it. And his crying, wife. Crying? Like yes, tears? Yes, like, yes, yes. He's crying. You know, yes, sobbing? He's, he's crying. He's crying. And, okay. and he knew he was and, SOL. Well, yeah, because they got him nailed. You know, they got the stuff. He, you know, he had pictures of this stuff. You know, that, and it's and everything they stole is in this guy's like big barn, outhouse kind of thing. Yes. So, and his wife gets mad, and she turns around and walks into the house, like, you know, why am I married to this douche? You know, did I say that? I couldn't believe I did. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> so so. So then the this is all being caught like on on you know there's like multiple cameras like everybody's all the all his buddies are wearing like body cams and a whole bit so they've got all these different angles and the the sheriff's deputy says what do you want to do with this guy we can charge him we can take him away right now he goes no just give me back my stuff and I'll be happy and the the sheriff's deputy says you don't want to charge him no I don't want to charge him I just want my stuff back so they give him all stuff back and then as they get ready to leave. This whistling diesel guy who's got money to burn, he pulls out $2,000 in $100 bills and hands it to the guy. He says, hey, man, you need this more than I do. And the guy's like dumbfounded, okay? He just got caught stealing this guy's stuff. He just got nailed by the, by the sheriff's deputies. This whistling diesel dude, you know, let him off the hook by not charging him. And he gives him $2,000. And the guy's like stunned. And the sheriff's deputies are going like, one guy says, we've never seen this before. You know? What a good, good human. <laughs> well, but, and the interesting thing was that this video has like, normally when he does a video, he gets like three, you know, two, three, four million. Last time I looked, this thing is like a 10 million because it's like a reality show. I mean, it's, but it's a reality show. It's the real deal. And the whole thing was because of these AirPods that, you know, he put these in. The, and once again, they tracked him down. And that's how the deputy, when he first said, he says, how do you know it's the guy? And he showed him on his, his iPhone. He says, he says, he says, I stuck a bunch of AirPod, AirPods into the, this stuff that was stolen. And, and guess what? Guess where it shows? It's here, right there. Because, and it's sort of cool the way the AirPods work is they work off the GPS, but they work off people's iPhones. They ping off of people's iPhones. So if you're like in a room that has like 20 people with iPhones in it, you can get the accuracy down to within like a couple of feet. You know, it depends on, because it triangulates. It, you know, however many you know points it has to triangulate on, it narrows down the the accuracy. Get what I'm saying? I do. So if you're like in a in a highly populated area, like if you're at the ball game or something like that, and you know you have your kids with you, you give them like an AirPod. And that way you know exactly where they're at because you can track them like to within a couple of feet. Oh, they're down to at the... And what's cool about it is because they're pinging off of iPhones, you don't have to have... They can work inside because of the fact that you don't have to have the GPS because when you go inside, you can't get the GPS signal anymore from the satellites. So they work indoors as well too. And that's how this whole thing worked because he was in this metal... All this stuff that was stolen was in this metal shed, you know, that, that uh, you know normally the GPS trackers wouldn't have worked on. I thought it was interesting because you'd have to watch the video. I know you'd watch it. You go like, oh, um, this is boring, right? 
but that's not true. But nerds like me were going like, and this guy is, you, you know, if you look at when this guy looks into the camera, you go like, okay, this guy is bat poop crazy. I mean, this guy is just, he's just, you know, off the chain. He's just, and and once again, I'll, I'll look him up on on my star stat thing next break and see the kind of money he makes. Okay. Okay. It's six forty-seven. It is.